Hi there, and I hope you're waking up to a great Saturday. I'm Peter Lewis with your weekly look at personal finance matters, Money Talk Extra on Radio 3. One of the hot topics in Hong Kong at the moment when it comes to finance is fintech. This morning, I'm going to take a look at one aspect of financial technology that's changing the way we pay for goods and services, the digital wallet. Jimmy Lam meets a Money Talk Extra listener who wants to ask her boss for a pay rise and needs some advice on the best way to go about it. Finally, we're going to continue our series of interviews with entrepreneurs. This week, there's a twist, because I meet not one, but three budding entrepreneurs who were finalists in a recent elevator pitch competition organised by Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks. And they're all aged between 8 and 12 years old. We welcome any questions, comments or suggestions from you. Moneytalk at rthk.hk is the email address or message us on our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. The growth of fintech companies in Hong Kong is transforming the way we do our banking, invest and pay for goods and services. This new payment era has meant more e-wallet services are available in Hong Kong. As a consumer, how do you differentiate between these services and decide which ones to use? I went to ask Alistair Musgrave, Managing Director and Founder of MoneyHero.com.hk. Good morning, Peter. There's a lot of e-wallets around at the moment, aren't they? Can you tell me a little bit about how they work, first of all? Um, e-wallets are essentially a digital wallet that, is, that you, you have on your iPhone or your smartphone, um, and they're essentially a form for you to uh, pay money to friends, to their wallets, or to uh, merchants, or pay your bills. And while doing so, you also reap the benefits of multiple rewards um, as you ordinarily would with other types of wallets. The leading wallets um, in Hong Kong currently are HSBC PayMe, WeChat Pay, Alipay, Tap and Go. Uh, Other well-known wallets are Apple Pay and Samsung Pay, but they're not that widely used. So there's quite a lot to choose from. Are there differences between them? Yeah, very good question. So the differences are primarily down to, you know, it's really customer preference. So what are the services you need? Um, is it, you know, primarily you want to pay money to friends or is it you want to pay your bills? What rewards do you want? So very often these, these wallets compete with each other on a reward basis where you get certain types of offers. Other types of um, other types of elements people use to drive them are um, other types of offers such as insurance, uh, which is in, inside in, in some of the apps such as Alipay, um, and yeah, and, and they're, they're very simple and easy to use. Your, your primary factor really is really what your your main spend is going to be using for. So various wallets have different types of uh, focuses, uh, and the real dividing factor is actually the merchant acquisition. Certain numbers of Wallets will have a broader number of merchants that accept them and that you can pay with. But the main feature of them is that it's an instantaneous and convenient way of paying and making a money transfer. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's just it's very instant. It's digital. You don't need to be carrying around cash. You can just be beat with your phone and, and it's done. Now, the Hong Kong Monetary Authority have launched their faster payment system. What's the difference between an e-wallet and, and that? Or, and are these e-wallets, are they part of that system? So the difference between e-wallets, um, the difference between e-wallet and a faster payment system. Faster payment system was brought in by the HKMA to make transactional banking um, easier and faster and cheaper for the consumers to use. Um, as a result, it's really, it's really a end-to-end um, kind of peer-to-peer payment system 
for in, in the FPS, whereas e-wallet you can pay to merchants. That's the real difference. That's the dividing difference. However, you know, e-wallets can still avail of uh, e-wallets are classified by the HKMA as a um, stored value facility. E-wallets can still avail of the FPS system. Um, however, um, you know, the, the, the reality of it is that the FPS system is essentially just a very quick, direct, instantaneous transfer. So you no longer need to wait for your money to clear in a day or two. It will go through instantly, direct, and, and free. And are some of these e-wallets, are they signing up for the faster payment system? Yeah, many of them are. Um, many of them avail- have the same service available. Um, so it's really just down to the, um, it's down to the individual wallets of, 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 whom there are, of, of which there are many. So if you're a consumer listening and you're thinking about an e-wallet, what are the considerations that you need to take into account when you decide which one to sign up for? Uh, firstly, is the convenience. How easy is it to use? Secondly, would be the merchant list, i.e., if you're paying all your bills in, in one type of store, um, therefore you need to make sure that you know it, it, that the wallet that you have is accepted in that store. Um, secondly, I would uh, look into. Um, secondly, I would look into the uh, rewards that you can use. Um, certain people like different types of rewards. Uh, and then finally, security. Um, you know, do you trust the do you trust the, the security and the technology? Bearing in mind that you know all of these systems are uh, a technology um, that is accessing your personal finances. So you just need to make sure that you that you trust and that you are happy with the brand that you use. And of course, we have Octopus. That's that's an e-wallet, really, isn't it? It is, yeah, and you know, Octopus is one of the, re- I guess, revolutionising um, revolutionising this this, this uh, payment system in Hong Kong for the last, you know, fifteen twenty years. Um, obviously, the space has gotten far more competitive now, but uh, Octopus is also in, in another form. Octopus were the first, actually. Yeah. So, if we look at some of the main features, try and compare some of the big e-wallets. What are the things that we need to be looking at? First of all, presumably, you need to be able to top up these e-wallets somehow. Yeah, um, you know, so how they link to your, how they link into your, to your, to your card certainly is is um, is very important. Um, the then the second one is the comparison of other types of services. So whether you want insurance in yours, whether you want to be able to do, um, you know, to, to make a variety of uh, you know charitable payments, or whether you want to. to have certain coupons for certain types of rewards. There's a whole host of other other services. Um, I think one of the um, key ones, um, one of the key ones, really, is the need to top up. Whether it's auto, etc. So having the auto value add uh, is obviously very important. Um, and then, you know, to me, m- my personal preference, it's really data security. Um, ease of use and merchant acquisition to me are, are, are the big key drivers. And some of these are cards, like Octopus, others are on your phone. So is, is there a sort of like a, a consideration there in terms of convenience? Uh, yeah, well, it depends. What, yeah, so I, it's really, you know, are some people comfortable having everything on their phone? <laughs> um, I, I think typically having it on your phone allows, allows the technology to be updated so you can access far more you can access far more services. So, you know, these apps will get updated over time and continually improve. So, therefore, it allows you much better uh, breadth of services over time. And are they all easy to get and to download? Yeah, they're all very easy. Um, easy to download. Just need a, mo- a mobile phone, a mobile phone, a registered mobile phone number, uh, bank account and credit card in Hong Kong. Uh, and then, you, you know, you're, you're signed up and you're ready to go. And security is something people often worry about. How secure are they and how do they do checks to make sure that the money is going to 
the person that you want it to do and there's not some sort of fraud involved along the way. Ah, yeah, of course. And, you know, for all of these, remember, all of these people, uh, all of these providers are uh, licensed, verified, stored value facility providers. Um, and as a result, they've been vetted uh, to, to, in a variety of different ways, both in terms of assets, uh, in terms of their tech system, in terms of the integrity of, of the company who is running them. And as a result, you know, you can be, you can be quite well rest assured that they're safe to use technologies. However, you know, the customers should still be careful and be wary that um, that you know that they monitor their own spend and they monitor the card spend on on via their wallet to ensure that you know that they haven't been hacked or that no one else has taken their card details, etc. Um, so just so the customer is is always aware. You know, you can never let a third party. You can never only rely on a third party provider like a bank or an e wallet to do your, your financial security for you. It should always be your responsibility. So are these, along with the faster payment system, are they going to transform the whole way in which we? pay for goods and services and bank in Hong Kong? Certainly. Look, I think Hong Kong is certainly following a trend that we're seeing in, around Asia of uh, society becoming more cashless. Uh, and I think, you know, this is a, these are more steps towards that, where, like in mainland China, um, cash is, is declining in use, and certainly in India, similar. Um, and now in Hong Kong, I think Hong Kong is moving towards that. The only difference being in, in you know, let's say, China and India, that's happening as, out of necessity, whereas in Hong Kong, it's not yet a necessity. It's, it's more of a convenience. Uh, but, you know, nevertheless, it still is a, a trend that people are moving towards. Alistair, thank you very much. Thank you. That was Alistair Musgrave, founder of Money Hero. We're entering the